Welcome to Recently Logged, where we've officially been doing this for three years. <laughs> Greetings, people of the podcasting world. Here we are. We're back again. It's it's been a while <laughs> since we've since we've truly sat down. We yeah. did we did the live stream, but but it's been a while since we've sat down for like an episode. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a long time. I was like I was almost gonna make a joke in the intro, like um, it's been like it's been like a year it's since we actually since we actually sat down and recorded an episode of this. <laughs> um, but here we are. We're gonna go over our as the title of the episode says. We're gonna go over our most anticipated films of the new year. Yeah, we put up we put up a Twitter poll, and both of my <laughs> options that I suggested got much lower votes than anticipated. Mike, so. you gotta you gotta DM all your friends and tell them to pick your option. <laughs> so if this if this episode sucks, it's all your guys's fault. Wow, wow. Um, just in case you've never listened to the podcast before, my name is Robbie, and I'm Micah, and we're uh, we're recently logged, and we go over uh, movies. We talk about the movies. Yeah, typically we go over like <laughs> a specific a movie. movie. <laughs> yeah, this time we're going over like a bunch of movies that we've never seen. So <laughs> yes, um, well, it, Micah, the whole thing is we're supposed to be sharing, synthesizing our synthesizing. Uh, synthesizing. <laughs> our uh, excitement for these movies oh yeah for the upcoming movies minions 2 here we come <laughs> our our helping of of dreams for the year my dreams for the we're sharing it's like dreams. hail caesar it's my like God. hail caesar <laughs> exactly <laughs> um but yes we're going to be going over uh using letterboxd's upcoming like most anticipated uh film list we're going to be going over all of the movies we're most excited to see in 2022. If it's like Hail Caesar, does that make us Jesus? <laughs> does that make us Jesus? In the analogy, I think so. I think so. Um, but anyway, I guess we'll go ahead and get started, Micah. Um, I don't know if we're doing these in a particular order. Not really. Just kind of stuff we're excited about. I guess we'll go in order of like most anticipated on Letterboxd's yeah, page. Like just as the list is laid out, I would... Yes. Yeah. Um, so first up, the most anticipated film on Letterboxd on right now is uh, the Batman. Matt the Batman. Reeves. Matt Reeves' film, The Batman. So, so let's <laughs> let's talk about that. <laughs> what is there to say, really? <laughs> um, I I think I'm pretty excited for this. It can be okay. I will say it looks like it could be either like really good <laughs> or just really really bad. Like. I don't know. It, it looks like it would either be really good or like aggressively mediocre to me. No, like there's something about it that if this isn't really good, it's gonna drive me insane. Oh, okay. That like makes I, sense. I'm gonna punch it through the wall if it's not good. Um, I really like Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne. I think it's. I think that's like a kind of actor we haven't really got for Bruce Wayne in the past. Um, I guess so. In terms yeah. of like look and feel and vibe of like person i guess that makes sense yeah i was i was about to say like he looks kind of similar to christian bale. well yeah no he looks kind of similar to but christian yes, bale in vibe, but, they're very different uh and i'm really excited for paul dano as uh riddler like the cast is yeah, just yeah. good of this movie <laughs> i forgot john Turturro was in it oh really yeah. <laughs> that's funny um 
Do you, what did you think of the Riddler costume, Micah, that we saw? Well, <laughs> the one that the one that has been released. I will. I will say what the what that one tweet said. It said it's really kind of ugly, but I kind of like how ugly it is. I can. I. I kind of agree with that, honestly. Um, I, my general thoughts. I've only seen the original Tim Burton for like the first Batman movie and uh, the Dark Knight trilogy and the uh, a couple animated movies yeah already. like um, I watched Mask of the Phantasm but I don't I, but I mean and the Dark Knight Rises Oof. or uh, is it Dark Knight yeah I think it's yeah. Dark Knight Rises yeah part, part one, one and two, two which sucked so those are all the <laughs> Batman movies I've watched and I don't know if I'm particularly excited for this one like uh, the trailer looks cool. I like the cast a lot, um, but Matt Reeves hasn't really like won me over as a director as of yet. So I'm a little like yeah. cautiously optimistic on how he would do directing a Batman movie. I know? really, I really want to see his Planet of the Apes movie. Yeah, that's that's really the best way I think to gauge his style because all we've really seen of it's his literally is just Cloverfield. Cloverfield, and it's really hard to gauge a filmmaker's. Uh, general style and tone and like consistencies when it's a found footage film yeah i will say one last thing about a batman mm -hmm. uh i kind of agree with what you said like with the batman media i've consumed i'm not really entirely sure i'm that big of a batman <laughs> fan yeah exactly like uh, the dark knight great film yeah uh, like, the, like the dark knight trilogy they're those are mostly well written they're fine uh Mask of the Phantasm was good, Mask but the it's, Phantasm still, was great, but it's yeah. still fine. Like it, It's just not my cup of tea, but yeah. I'm hoping this will be good. I was about to say, if I wasn't such a big sucker for Christopher Nolan movies, uh, I doubt I would really like Batman all I've, that much. I've always liked the rogues gallery far more than the character of Batman. Yeah. Arkham, the Arkham games are the most like into Batman I've ever that's, gotten. That's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, if you want to talk about good Batman media, play, play Arkham Asylum. It's a great game. Uh, <laughs> but but anyway, next uh, up. yeah, next up is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, I thought it was and the Multiverse of Madness, but it's in, in the Multiverse of I'm gonna, Madness. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be honest real quick. <laughs> uh, even with Sam Raimi directing, I really have almost zero interest in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I kind of share that sentiment. Sam Raimi is one of my favorite directors. Everything I've seen of his so far, I absolutely adore. Um, but... Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange, I've never been crazy about. Especially recently. Yeah, especially recently. Like, like no offense, but I really didn't like him in, in No Way Home. Yeah, he's alright in No Way Home. I liked him better in that than in, like, Infinity War. Or yeah, like I didn't that. like him in Infinity War. I didn't like him in No Way Home. Like, the only thing I've liked him in was his own movie. <laughs> but yeah, like, I... If it wasn't for Sam Raimi directing this movie, I probably wouldn't even see it at all. But, like, I don't know. It may, I'm holding out. I'm holding out for a hero, honestly. And, and for, uh, for semi-co-host Luke, uh, <laughs> I will... Mention the fact that I also <laughs> hope that they do more with Elizabeth also like like they do more with Scarlet Witch than her being like, Ooh, I hurt some people, I is sad now when she really was doing some awful stuff in WandaVision. <laughs> yeah. Man. I don't know. I don't I have so many conflicting feelings about multiverse of madness because like I thought the first Doctor Strange movie was kind of mediocre-ish. Like it was fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um the special effects are pretty cool. They wasted Mads Mickelson though. They wasted Mads Mickelson. Um 
so like a sequel to that i'm like eh. <laughs> yeah and then in the current lands- landscape of the mcu where there aren't really sequels they're like 50 crossover sequels <laughs> it's it's a little rough and like at the moment both of these characters have left a bad taste in my mouth <laughs> yeah but like even in terms of just what they've done in their last piece of media they're they're not they neither of them like were very uh nice (laughs) (laughs) yeah well i don't know not much else to say about it Uh, i saw like one of the teaser clips or something and it looked interesting but i don't know i'm I'm cautiously optimistic why are there so many superhero micah we we live in a society Uh, (laughs) next up is thor love and thunder it's thor love and thunder directed by taika watiti it's probably gonna be bad (laughs) oh i guarantee well i don't guarantee that it's gonna be bad taika watiti can direct real good sometimes he can direct a good movie and real mediocre the other times (laughs) (laughs) yeah um what is there to say about this? I, I guess I'm excited for Natalie Portman to be back. I liked her in the Thor movies when she was in them. <laughs> yeah, I, I've i never been a huge Thor fan. The first Thor movie is pretty good. Yeah. The second Thor movie is eh. <laughs> Ragnarok. Eh. <laughs> At least it's funny, I guess. It's funny sometimes, <laughs> and I'm worried... I don't know. I, I have too much of a bad taste in my mouth coming off of Free Guy, even though that wasn't <laughs> his movie. I just I can't get over the fact that Taika Waititi thought those jokes were funny. Um, I think Taika Waititi's ego has gotten way too big for me to enjoy his work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on the on, like on a, on the whole, but yeah, no Thor: Love and Thunder. Christian Bale is going to be cool in the MCU. The I fact, guess the fact that like we have Korg and the Grandmaster coming yeah. back, it's not very convincing to me like yeah it just seems like it's gonna be it's gonna ragnarok ragnarok mediocrity spread across another movie (laughs) yeah i don't really have too much to say about thor love and thunder but yeah no i mean i'm excited to see it to an extent but that's mainly just because i kind of want to see more taika more of taika's work yeah um just because he has an interesting voice usually (laughs) not not so much recently but still um, next up is a Robert Eggers film. Uh, he's releasing one in 2022, which I was not aware of till like a couple weeks ago. Wow. Um, but it's called The Northman. I don't know how you hadn't heard of this. I've been really, know. I've been really excited for this for <laughs> a while. I had no clue it existed until like a few weeks ago. This looks very up my alley. The yeah. cast is stacked. Willem Dafoe is in this. Alexander is in this. Skazgard? 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 I don't, I don't know how to pronounce his name. That's that's the only way I know. But Bjork? <laughs> yeah, Bjork's in it. Um, that's funny. The trailer played for it when we were in the theater watching uh, Tragedy of Macbeth. And it looked yeah. very good. I mean, I haven't um, seen the trailer. But uh, <laughs> with the cast, I will definitely want to go see it. I will go see anything that has... Anya Taylor-Joy, Bjork, and Willem Dafoe. Though it is quite something. I haven't seen anything Robert Eggers before, but it's yeah. but it's quite interesting having watched the trailer, just the way the cinematography and like production was done on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it it kind of felt very like almost similar to The Witch in the way it's shot, but like more grand actiony. It was weird. Okay. It was really weird. <laughs> it's going to be the first uh, Robert Eggers action movie. <laughs> is, that, is that what you're saying? Well, like, like the entire story is like a man loses all family and 
like kingdom and then becomes very buff. <laughs> she teams up with Anya Taylor Joy and murders. Wow, fair enough. I, I mean, as all men do once in their life. <laughs> um, but yeah, but uh, that's that's my most anticipated so far by far. Yeah, no, so far. Uh, I mean, we've only covered like four movies, but yeah, yeah but like definitely the, like my... the Northman or the yeah the Northman. I mean. Like, if, if, like, uh, Robert Eggers' other films were cleaner, I probably would have gone and seen The Lighthouse in theaters or something. Yeah. He has a very interesting direction, uh, just visually, even from his trailers, you can tell that. And I would no, love I'm, to go see one of his movies. I'm really, I'm really excited for it. Yeah. yeah. Robert Eggers is a cool guy. And, yeah. One of the most promising voices in modern horror. Next up is another <laughs> superhero Another superhero. More specifically, another Marvel uh, movie, uh, Micah. Uh-huh. Um, Chris Pratt. <laughs> the Chris Pratt. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which I was excited about until uh infinity war and endgame rolled around <laughs> yeah no i'm kind of i'm kind of not happy about it like i i wish they could have why i'm really kind of annoyed at marvel right now that they're not letting anybody like have any trilogies of their own anymore uh-huh like they used to like you like know, the iron man trilogy. like the iron man trilogy. just completely to himself the he, thor trilogy even mostly yeah, the ragnarok the still has hulk in it but it's whatever hulk and thor <laughs> It's comic book. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Like, but anymore, they're not having anybody just like have a movie run separate from anybody else. They can't do it. I think I think the creators of the MCU are physically incapable of letting <laughs> people have their own media anymore. Yeah. So we I have mean... the story getting all whipped around <laughs> in the Endgame and Infinity War. And now I just, uh, I'm just not interested, really. Like, like, really, I'm not interested in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. If they got anyone other than James Gunn to write and direct this, I probably wouldn't go see it. Just because, just just out of not, like, just, like no interest in seeing it, really. Because they kind of, as you said, just kind of eliminate the emotional and through, like, through line of the first two movies, you know? Yeah, they really do. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. James Gunn is a good screenwriter. He's a good director. Um, I really like the cast for these movies, and the first two movies are two of my favorite uh, Marvel movies and uh, a couple of my favorite sci-fi movies ever. Yeah, so see, I'm excited for it, but eh. See, while <laughs> I think Guardians of the Galaxy stuff is, is like some of the best of the MCU, I still don't really like it. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, yeah, I don't know the vibe. The vibe Guardians of the Galaxy always gives off. I do not like. Mike is like the vibe is wrong. <laughs> Next up is a superhero movie. A Marvel I'm, movie. I'm actually excited about <laughs> this one. We're we're talking we're talking Spider Man Across the Spider Verse Part One. Heck yeah, we are. A very long title, mm. but Spider Verse is <laughs> is one of the best movies out there. Did we do an episode on Spider Verse? I don't. Think I don't we think did. we did. I don't think, were we doing the podcast when like? Yeah, we, we watched, were. So well, not you... back when we watched it, but we were doing the podcast no, like, was, back that year. No, I was about to say because I was about to be like, "Are you telling me we watched it at, at an early press screening and then didn't do an episode on it?" Yeah. No. Well, I think we launched the podcast in like November of that yeah, year. No, we we launched it after we watched it. Yeah. 
So, I mean, we obviously uh, we've we've mentioned it many times before. Uh, we are big fans of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Um, so, like, obviously, a, a sequel to that with like the same production crew, the same animation crew, same cast. I'm obviously very excited to go yeah, see it. I know I was just harping on superhero <laughs> movies being oversaturated, and I'm still not like fully like, yay, another superhero yay. movie with it. Uh, but Into the Spider-Verse, like the reason I'm excited about it is Into the Spider-Verse is genuinely one of the most emotionally resonant, well-made, creative, inventive, and beautiful, like, animated and superhero movies that have come out in a long time definitely um i i think it's an unprecedented uh level of pedigree in animation like in the modern landscape of animation so and uh this one appears to be even crazier than the first one yeah i'm glad i'm glad they're aging up the characters oh definitely and it's going to be interesting to see what they do with why did i just lose his name miles no um who (laughs) <laughs> whoever plays spider-man 20 or whoever is like the spider-man's oh, miguel? name miguel yeah, yeah. <laughs> what they do with miguel i don't know why i lost his name yeah but uh yeah no we're really excited for it that's my that's my new most anticipated my guy i would rather go see know, that than the northman i don't know which is my more <laughs> anticipated because again i feel kind of bleh towards superhero yeah. movies lately no that makes sense uh, next up is another Robert Eckers film. I'm not sure if this one's going to yeah, come out this, this year. This doesn't have a release date. Yeah, yet. but um, well, I give it a shout out either way. Uh, he's doing a Dracula movie, or rather, more specifically, a Nosferatu movie, um, which sounds very interesting. Again, everything we said about Robert <laughs> Eckers, he's a very yeah, unique, this applies to creative this, yeah. guy. I mean, his other two movies are essentially horror movies, so giving him Nosferatu seems like an opening. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I feel like every horror director has like had their interpretation of Dracula yeah, at of some like point. A, of like a vampire story. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm excited for it. Yeah. For the very similar reasons, I'm excited for The Northmen. Um, but uh, next up is Olivia Wilde's Don't Worry Darling, which... I'm not overly familiar with, but it has Florence yeah. Pugh was, and Harry Styles. I was about to say, I know almost nothing about this, <laughs> but it's but it's directed by Olivia Wilde, and its cast includes Florence Pugh, Harry Styles, Chris Pine, and Olivia Wilde, which I think is... I, that's enough to hook me. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, its genres are listed as thriller, mystery, and drama, which, I mean, given Olivia Wilde's, like, backlog, just being book smart is really all I'm <laughs> familiar with. Book smart. Um, like, obviously, she did Wake Up as well, um, but I do want to see one of her movies at some point. I haven't gotten around to book smart yet, um, but I heard good things. And, and it's Florence with Pugh. the cast like this and a director who is on the rise, I'm excited for it. Don't worry, darling. Uh, intriguing. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I, like I just haven't really seen anything. From <laughs> yeah, it. It exactly. Doesn't even have a poster outside of its like just letters. Yeah, yeah. Words. Um. Next up, another Marvel movie. Wakanda Forever. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman is an outstanding actor, and I miss him. He was he was amazing. Yes. Very sad, but like, did, I, I don't this really want to yeah. see Wakanda forever. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of I don't know. I don't really know how I feel about this movie yet. Um, like you know, I don't I don't know what to say about and didn't, it. Didn't didn't what's her face? Uh, 
No, yeah. I forget how to pronounce her Is name. Is she even going to be in the I movie? Think the, uh, who plays Shuri. Um, I think she got... I don't remember if she got, like, pushed off the movie or not. Yeah. Because of vaccine stuff. Um, but, like, I don't know. I'm just really not... I, I, like, I don't really care who they pass the Black, Man- like, the Black Panther mantle to or what they do next with the story. I really yeah. like Black Panther. And I really liked Chadwick Boseman That's as Black thing, Panther yeah. and Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger. Like, that was a really good movie. Yeah. Um, and I just, I don't know, I can't really see that much interest in a sequel. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I'm mild. I'm cautiously, like, excited about it. Um, just because... I mean, Ryan Coogler did a great job directing the first one, and it's ma- mostly the same cast. So yeah, I'm I, I'm excited to it, see yeah, it. Yeah, no, I'm some not point, saying I'm not saying it can't be good. Yeah. It's just I don't have as much interest as I would like, and like I don't know, it feels weird not having Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, exactly. It. That's the thing. Um, but anyway, uh, next up is a new Scorsese film, Killers of the Flower Moon, Killers which Flower? also doesn't have an official release date yet. I'm assuming it's releasing this year with how much stuff like yeah, th- there was a lot of stuff. Yeah, I was about it. to say a lot of like teaser stuff released for this last year, so I'm assuming it'll be out this year. And it says Apple TV Plus on the poster, so I'm assuming that it's a Plus original. The cast of this is so <laughs> insanely stacked. I can't wait to see Jesse Plemons and Brendan Fraser I was about in the to say, same Brendan movie. Brendan <laughs> Fraser returning to screen in a Martin Scorsese movie. I, I just can't wait to see Jesse Plemons again. I love that guy. <laughs> DiCaprio, but yes. DiCaprio, DiCaprio and De Niro are literally just like the Martin Scorsese go-to. I yeah. think those are his like two most used <laughs> actors. But still, like the cast looks impeccable. It looks really good. I mean, Scorsese, as much as like it's kind of a joke, Scorsese, <laughs> from what I've seen of his work, is just such a good director for knowing himself and knowing movies and knowing what he wants to do he's a very he's a very knowledgeable director i will say like he's he's just he's just fun to watch because he knows so much like control (laughs) over his own stuff yeah every every scorsese film i've seen so far has such a a good understanding of what it is and what it needs to do and it just does it (laughs) so well so well like the premise itself isn't even like my favorite idea in the world Eh. Um, I'm, I'm extremely excited for this one. <laughs> yeah. Ba- based purely off of, uh, production crew and cast, I'm, I would be excited for this yeah. movie. Um, that yeah, might, think... that might actually be my most anticipated so far. Spider-Verse yeah. would be a close second. Though. Yeah. So far that the Northman and Spider-Verse yeah, are like the yeah. only ones that are up there. Um... Uh, next up, James Cameron's <laughs> Avatar 2, like yeah. 20 years later or something, I don't James know. James Cameron, he's, he's still doing it. I'll, I'll say I'll say a couple words about James Cameron, okay. uh, or at least James Cameron's Avatar. Uh, <laughs> it, it has outstanding revolutionary visual effects. James Cameron is a genius in the visual effects department. Indeed. He's, he's, he does outstanding, amazing work. But I, like, does anybody even have any emotional investment in Avatar? Like, I know it did really well in the box office. It did offices, amazing. Like, <laughs> but, like, who cares about Avatar 2? Um, I mean, I kind of want to see it, honestly. Yeah, but, like, but, like, who has emotional investment? Do you remember any of the characters? Like, I remember Wheelchair Man. 
There's a guy in a wheelchair? <laughs> the, ma- the main guy. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about, like, someone else. Obviously, the main character was. Like, like I don't... I don't really care. I don't have any interest. Like, I don't get why they're making it so much later. Like, these have been in production, and he's doing, like, seven of them. And they've been in production for, like, 90 years, it feels like. <laughs> That's funny. Like, whatever, James Cameron. Yeah, um, I mean, I liked the first Avatar movie. Yeah, um, the first Avatar movie is fine. Uh, I don't know if I necessarily wanted a sequel to it. Like, where is the, where are they gonna go from there, you know? Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm still excited to see it, just, I'm almost out of, like, morbid curiosity, like, what could they possibly do with this? But yeah, um, weird. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, next up is Greta Gerwig's Barbie also, film. Also no official release no, date. No official confirmed release not date. not much of the cast or anything about it released. But, so I'm not sure if it will come out this year, but it might. But Greta Gerwig. <laughs> uh, but yes, the Greta promising, Gerwig chain <laughs> or train is, is chugging on very hard She is fast. a promising young woman. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> uh, Barbie is played by Margot Robbie and yes. Ken is played by Ryan Gosling and that is beautiful. <laughs> I don't that know is, how I feel about no, that. No, that's that's beautiful. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't I don't even care. Greta Gerwig <laughs> is my hero. That um, is true. And it's gonna be a good movie. I don't, be, I don't even film. care. Good I don't film. even I don't even know what it's gonna be like. Like what the heck Barbie <laughs> the movie like it's live action. I don't, is right? it live action? I think it I, is. I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. I hope it is. Yeah, <laughs> I hope it is too. Um, I want to see though, Ryan's though goofy Greta little Gerwig, face. Greta Gerwig doing something animated would be interesting. That would be interesting. Um, she seems like a very hands-on director. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but no, very excited for Barbie. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm like surprisingly <laughs> excited for the Barbie movie. I didn't think it would happen. Um, I'm not a big Margot Robbie guy, though. I don't know. I mean, she'll probably do fine as Barbie, though. It, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Next up, the the DC Woo, the DC Woo. What? what? That comes. That's the twenty twenty. Oh shoot! I'm totally off base here. The DC Woo. The DC. Wow. The Floosh. <laughs> the Floosh. Uh, from from the director of It Part One and Two. The Flash. My God. With 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 Ezra Miller and mm. even and even even the DC EU can't escape it the the marvel trends because this is the one that's bringing in like the multiverse for them and michael crichton's batman's gonna be in it michael crichton or michael keaton <laughs> i would pay good money to see michael, michael crichton's, crichton's batman. batman that would be hilarious um yeah i had no idea that michael keaton was gonna be in this movie or michael shannon so yeah, that's like oh whatever <laughs> well micah you have to understand i uh, really honestly don't care that much about this movie. I put it in my watch list because I was kind of curious to see what they could possibly do with Ezra Miller's Flash. Yeah. That would it, be remotely here's interesting. The, here's the thing. I don't really care about the DCEU. I don't really care no. about the character of the yeah. Flash. I don't like Ezra Miller. <laughs> exactly. I don't really like the idea of bringing multiverse into everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's probably one of my least anticipated movies <laughs> so far. Yeah, I more want to see it just out of, like, curiosity, especially now that I know Michael Keaton's going to be in it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. 
weird movie. Uh, moving on. Death on the Nile. What has Kenneth been up to recently? Yeah, <laughs> he's got enough. He's got enough champagne to fill the night. You know, he won uh, best original screenplay for Belfast at yeah, the Golden Globes okay. just last so night. So here's the, here's the interesting <laughs> thing about about Mr. Kenneth. <laughs> Mr. Kenneth. I I like his acting. He's a really good actor. Yeah. Um, I like some of his direction. <laughs> he can direct sometimes, but he also has directed one of what I consider to be the worst movies ever made on the planet. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, it was a bad screenplay, so I, yeah. I don't blame him. I don't blame him too much. Um, Supposedly Belfast is very good. Um, but yeah, Death um, on the Nile. Death on the Nile. <laughs> I'm not a big I'm not a big Agatha Christie fan, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, most of most of the film adaptations of her books I haven't been crazy about. Um, but I've like, you know, liked all of them at the very least. Yeah. Um so I'm excited for this. Gal Gadot is a very bad actress in most of the stuff I've seen her in. Like she's she doesn't give very immersive performances Rebbie russell brand is in this oh my gosh um but after seeing the trailer for death on the nile in front of licorice pizza i was kind of sold like i kind of want to see it Rebbie (laughs) Rebbie army hammer is in this i know that's a major l big 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 l honestly it is hilarious if you watched the most recent trailer anyway They literally do their heart. Like, like, like Army Hammer <laughs> plays one of the main characters in this, and I don't think they show his face once in the entire trailer. I think it's so funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, Death on the Nile, Um, I want to see if they truly have enough champagne to fill the Nile. <laughs> yeah, they better have enough champagne to fill the Nile. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. Next up, Babylon. Next up, my most anticipated film of 2022. Babylon. Damien Chazelle's Babylon. Damien Chazelle. Robbie's Robbie's a big Chazelle fan. I'm a big Chazelle fan. I'm even more of a Brad Pitt fan than I was last year when we went over. Or I guess it was two years ago now that we went over. We mentioned Babylon in our 2020 most anticipated thing. Yeah. uh, Just because it didn't have a date yet. Um, But yes, Brad Pitt. Toby Toby McGuire. Very excited. Um, Um, I love, like, love, adore Damien Chazelle's filmography from what I've seen of it so far. Very talented man. Uh, La La Land changed my life, (laughs) so I am very excited to see him basically tackle, uh, singing in the rain. (laughs) Right. So, so I will say it's a premise that I'm not too thrilled about. Like, I mean, it's essentially singing in the rain. No, yeah, Yeah. but like, like, especially having like Mank be made recently, Mm. like, I'm just not that creatively interested especially if it's like black and white and like everything that i think it probably like will draw from from a base like i'm just not that interested in that yeah that um, makes sense but i i trust chazelle i was about to say he's such he's he's got such a good sense like he's got such good sensibilities when it comes to just making movies i would rush out to the theater to see anything he directs right like i I don't i don't even care like even even his even his stupid apple vertical (laughs) short film was really fun yeah yeah he's just he's just a a a really creatively guy how to describe it like he's a he's a creatively like i don't know how to say it like like i don't know bursting with creativity in his work he's one of the most exciting filmmakers like in the modern film landscape for me anyway um 
and I, I can't wait to go see yeah. it. I, I don't know. I've been excited for it from like the word go. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, ne- that's my most anticipated. Next up, Tupgun Mufrik. Tupgun Mufrik. I was <laughs> wait. Val Kilmer's in this. Uh, wait, he's still acting. Uh, apparently. I thought he wasn't because of the throat cancer. Yeah, um, Top Gun Maverick, um, sequel to Top Gun. Uh, if you're uh, familiar with Top Gun, I don't know if you are. Is Val Kilmer in hey, the first one? Hey, speaking about... Oh, he is, speaking, okay. Speaking of Damien Chazelle's work, uh, the guy from Whiplash is in this. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Miles Teller, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I have... Um, zero interest in this i've never seen the first top gun uh oblivion and tron legacy kind of sucked in my opinion oh is this that guy oh wow okay Uh, yeah all i've seen of his is uh (laughs) tron legacy which was all right it wasn't bad and yeah this is this is this is another one up there for one of my least anticipated i have zero plans of going to see um if i end up watching top gun before this movie releases maybe i'll go watch it but i if if not, I really am not going to make it a priority at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, it looks interesting enough. It looks like pretty standard fare when it comes to like uh, sequels like 40 years later or something. Um, but yeah, uh, not very exciting. Ooh, uh, next next up, <laughs> Uncharted. Micah's most anticipated film of the year. No, okay. Listen, <laughs> listen. Uncharted is... I, I love video games. Like, video games are... I, I like more than movies. I like talking about Blasphemy. them. I like making them. I like studying them. Video games are my shtick in terms of media. Yeah. Um, And Uncharted is genuinely my favorite game series. I don't think there's a single bad As game. As it should be. In the Uncharted series, Uncharted 4 makes me cry. Uncharted, um, Uncharted is a great, like, unprecedentedly great series. I love Uncharted. I don't think that's a word, actually. But oh, man, yes. does this look terrible. It, it looks yeah, terrible. It doesn't look great. The cast, I cried the day the cast was announced. It's terrible. Like, like... Tom Holland could play a young Nathan Drake, but like, which is a, which is what they're doing. It's supposed to be kind of sort of like an origin story, but Yay. like, it's such a hodgepodge of everything. Like, it has to do with Sam, and the trailer has like fifty different set pieces from every game. Yeah, and Mark Wahlberg <laughs> is playing Sully, and I aggressively dislike Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I don't want to see him in my movies. And, like, Nathan Drake is the all-American protagonist played by Tiny British Boy. Yeah. Like, like I don't, I'm not even to say, like, oh, Nathan Drake's a great guy. He's not. <laughs> no. Um, but, like, he's just, like, the most American I think you can get as like protagonists a, go. Like, he's the most American. That's why he's not a great guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, but here we have Tiny Tom <laughs> playing Tiny him. Tom. Oh no! Um, yeah, given Ruben uh, Fletcher, I don't—I I guess that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, his his backlog. I am not especially excited for Uncharted the movie. Um, Plus the VFX, and I know it's the trailer. <laughs> the VFX just don't look that good. No, they don't look that good. I doubt they gave it that big of a budget. No, like I, yeah, exactly. Mm, but I mean, Antonio Banderas is going to be in it, so I'm a, I'm a little yeah, excited. Antonio I'm at least Banderas, a little excited. I, like, uh, I love the Uncharted games, um, so I'm a little but excited, it, but cautiously. <laughs> but I will I will say this always and forever. Mm-hmm. It's ex- that's my last thing for Uncharted. Yeah. Uh, it's exactly what um, the guy who voices Nathan in the games, I forget his name, said when they told him <laughs> 
that they were making an Uncharted movie, he was like, I don't think anybody will be happy with any Nathan Drake put on screen. I don't even think they'd be happy if I was playing Nathan Drake mm-hmm. on screen. Because, quite quite frankly, at the end of the day, <laughs> what Uncharted fans want is more good Uncharted games. Uncharted is such a cinematic I experience to, say, to play through. I, I always say, like, whenever I hear something about the Uncharted movie, I'm like, the games are the Uncharted yeah, movie. The games, the games are literally movies. <laughs> so movies, why would bro. anybody want to do a movie with people that aren't, like, Uncharted Yeah, that they can't play also? Yeah, no, it's, it's a bad idea from its inception, and given the cast and crew associated with it, I'm not super excited. Yeah, like, I could see why you'd think it would be a good idea to adapt <laughs> Uncharted, because, oh, they're so movie-like, but yeah. the reason they're so movie-like is they're movies, essentially. <laughs> essentially, yeah. <laughs> um, next up is uh, a film from director David Yates of the Harry Potter series. Um, we've covered quite a few of his movies Fantastic before. Fantastic <laughs> Beasts, The Secret of... Dumbledore. Yeah, the next Fantastic Beasts movie. Okay. Uh, after Crimes of Grindelwald comes this one. <laughs> okay, but the first Fantastic Beasts movie, which was also directed by David Yates. Was Who can direct pretty, a good movie. Was pretty okay. Yeah. Which goes to show you that it's not his direction, <laughs> it's the writing by mm. by she who will not be named oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> on crimes of Grindelwald that makes it so terrible. Holy moly, it's a um, bad screenplay, man. It's such a bad screenplay. Uh, at least this time around, they grabbed Steve Cloves. She's still oh, on really? the writing credits, cool. but Steve Cloves is back. Steve Cloves is a good writer. <laughs> uh, but I have... Zero interest in this. I don't like Jude Law's Dumbledore in the slightest. I've kind of gotten over Harry Potter. Ezra Miller's here. Don't yeah, like him. Yeah. Mads Mikkelsen is here, but like I don't like Mads the character Mikkelsen. of Grindelwald at all. Yeah. Newt Scamander, I don't find that interesting of a character, and his side characters seem like they're getting relegated or delegated to like way off the map side characters in this movie. I, like I I don't even really want to go see it. Well, then don't go see it, Mike. I, I, I really thought these movies were were got, got killed by the way Crimes of I, Grindelwald honestly, performed. If you would have asked me to lay money on if a new uh, Fantastic Beasts movie was going to come out, I would have bet against this movie no, releasing ever. It's insane. I, <laughs> I'm not going to say I hope it goes terribly because I know a lot of people are going to put a lot of yeah. I was about to say like it's it's still a it. huge piece of art that a but lot I, of people are going to work on. But I kind of hope they don't make any more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, let this be the last one, please. Uh, next up is uh, Jordan Peele's Nope. More like, yep. Because <laughs> I want to see cause, it. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I mean... Uh, I have, I, I've not seen a Jordan Peele yeah. film yet, uh, <laughs> but I've seen parts of his movies, and I've heard nothing but good things, yes. and I really want to see the two <laughs> Jordan Peele movies out there. I know, right? Um, I, and, the day I get around to Get Out, I, I will be too powerful. <laughs> and Daniel Kalu- Kaluuya is like I love, one of my favorite actors so out there. He's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, oh man, why did I just lose how to pronounce his last name? Uh, Steven, um... Yoon? Yan? I forget how to say it, I but no I, I really like him too. He's amazing. The cast is stacked. The director is, I, he's just had such a really unique and fun, 
uh, first two movies that like I really mm-hmm. can't wait for this because this looks like it's going to be something a little different from his normal work, even though not too much of his released about it. And I'm just really excited for it. Yeah, I was about to say, um, on the cast alone, I would probably go see this. Um, brilliant title, too. <laughs> Good stuff. Nope. <laughs> nope. Okay, but yes, I'm very excited to go see it. I don't really have anything else to say. Yeah, I mean, there, there hasn't been too much to release about it. Um, I guess we can talk about Morbius. Morbius. <laughs> Morbius. Um, from the director of Life in Safe House, Daniel Espinoza. Uh, yeah. Uh, Morbius. I don't like Matt Smith. <laughs> I don't like Jared Leto. Um, yeah. I don't <laughs> like Morbius um, as a character. Like, I don't like the character Yeah, I've never, Morbi- never really been into Morbius in any capacity, um... Not really excited given the crew or cast, so I'm probably not going to see this ever. At but... least it looks like it's doing something slightly different, but like I still eh. don't care. Yeah, <laughs> uh, honestly, one of the most boring movies we've even talked about. Th- th- this is okay for context. This has been the first movie we've mentioned in here that is not in my watch list, <laughs> like to go see. I really couldn't care less if I ever see Morbius. Um, Next, we have uh, Sherlock Holmes 3, which technically yes. does not have a release date yet. No release date. Uh, but I'll just, I'll just say, <laughs> yeah, what I'll, just... I'll say what I'll say. <laughs> Didn't like the first one. I can't even remember if I've seen the second one or not. Like I, Robert Downey Jr. is honestly really annoying as Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> so grating. Like, I can't stand <laughs> that accent he does, and he's just not a fun Holmes to watch. No. He's one of um, the most, even one of the most grating and boring interpretations of Sherlock Holmes I've ever seen. And Jude Law's Watson just doesn't even make sense. <laughs> so yeah, this is the second film we've mentioned that is not in my watch list. <laughs> I was very much not a fan of the first RDJ Sherlock Holmes movie, and I likely will never see the second or third one. Um, uh, Jurassic World dominion <laughs> why did you turn dun, into one of the dun, beatles dun. for a second <laughs> um but yes jurassic world dominion um which shouldn't i have a colon in the title jurassic world colon dominion they usually do yeah okay <laughs> um but colin trevorrow's directing this one again um which uh to be fair he directed my favorite of the world stuff so far i mean <laughs> there's only been but there's only movies. been two and yeah. fallen kingdom or whatever wasn't that good um, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Chris Pratt is not, is not that fun to watch in these. Yeah. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard's, she eh. can be, she can be fun. Eh. <laughs> uh, She's, she, I, that's the thing. Most of the characters in these movies are just kind of boring. Yeah. Like the world, the Jurassic World movies, not Jurassic yeah. Park. Jurassic World has had very... It's just very uninteresting character mid, stuff. Yeah, I was about to say very like, mediocre movies just because all of its character stuff and commentary and everything has just been so basic yeah, and kind of and, vanilla. Yeah, like all the commentary <laughs> stuff is like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we get it, guys. That's <laughs> Jurassic Park. It's what we've been talking about for like 30 years, maybe 40 at this point. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know. I'm still interested, especially like, like they, they have me slightly hooked 
just on the concept of this movie. I just want to see what they do with it. Yeah, I'm um, I'm I'm actually kind of like more excited about this one than I was about Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, no, I definitely am just because I think it's an interesting premise to like take it into like a full on like I hope they just make it like a sci-fi world like a Yeah. Like pull a pull, pull a cloudy with a chance of meatballs too. <laughs> pull a district nine, like <laughs> pull a district nine, like yeah, like just just have fun with it. Yeah, do something interesting with your concept, please, movie. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about it. I'm not a big fan of Trevor's uh, Jurassic World, the first one. I think it's pretty boring. Yeah, and his um, his short film wasn't that good. Yeah, Battle at Big Rock. I'm excited for it though. It could be very yeah, good. Yeah, I think it's I think it's weird still that they're bringing back all the old guys. <laughs> like whatever all the old cast yeah they can't just uh, and i think it's literally just because their characters aren't interesting <laughs> enough to I do know. anything mike is like uh what are we gonna do our characters are boring bring in the old ones bring in the old Come ones on. everybody loves them um i figured we'd mention this even though it doesn't have a release date yet uh yeah i'm not sure it'll, I, I doubt it'll come i out doubt it'll come out this the, year with all the production troubles it's been having but if it does come out this year it's one of my most anticipated um, um it's Ryan Johnson's Knives Out 2. Heck yeah. The sequel to Knives Out. <laughs> I, dude, them announcing the cast for this was like them announcing the Oscar winners on Twitter. <laughs> Everybody was very excited. I'm actually really excited. I, A lot of these like actors and actresses, I wasn't like overly excited to see like individually like if you told me that ethan hawk was gonna be in the new knives out movie i'm like Catherine yeah whatever <laughs> but the fact that all of these people are going to be together on exactly. screen is under, very interesting to me under ryan johnson's writing and direction exactly. with daniel craig still here <laughs> like I, like knives out is one of my favorite movies out there yeah and i just think it's such a fun idea a that like it did well enough that ryan johnson can make more of him it was kind of his passion project for a long time yeah um and b like the fact that they're actually doing the whole it's a different benoit block mystery and they're not trying to carry over any oh, characters that would have sucked so bad <laughs> if they would have tried to continue it that would have been rough what these really should be is just little fun ser- serialized mysteries exactly like sherlock holmes but like yeah. Goofy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, very excited for Knives Out 2, um, obviously. <laughs> Don't know when it's going to release, but it's it's up there for anticipated. Uh, next up is my man McQuarrie's uh, Mission Impossible 7. Quastopher McQuarrie. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, for anyone who's listened to anything from like season three or even season two, um you know that we're big fans of Mission Impossible Fallout, so obviously I'm very excited to see the director uh, returning once again for another Mission Impossible movie. Yeah, the one thing I'll say I'm kind of sad about with Mission Impossible 7 and 8 um, mm-hmm. is that one thing that was always really fun about the Mission Impossible series is when it wasn't doing that big like kind of final plot-feeling stuff between Rogue Nation and Fallout, mm. they all got to have, like, really fun, unique things about them. Yeah. And Christopher McQuarrie is doing the last four Mission Impossible <laughs> movies, <laughs> counting Fallout and Rogue Nation. Yeah. Um, so, like, 
I'm I am a little bit worried because as I much am. as I yeah, as much definitely. as I trust like that Christopher McQuarrie can direct a really good He's a action great movie. Director, yeah. Even even Jack Reacher, which we just watched recently, was still like it still had good direction. It was just a lot more sloppy than Yeah, I was about to say it was movies. a lot it was kind of a shoddy screenplay. Yeah. Um but it was very well directed. Yes. But I am worried that like because he's such a style specific director that the stylization of the movies will get kind of boring over I like could see that a little, a little um, homogenous. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see Vanessa Kirby uh, yeah. in these movies again, though. She was great in Fallout. Also, they're bringing Haley Atwell in, which I think is funny. <laughs> shout that out is to, a little funny. Shout actually. out to Haley Atwell. I really haven't seen her in much. Micah, but she's fun. Mission Impossible Seven is actually going to be an aging Carter movie. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Steve Rogers is going to hop in. Micah, they're bringing they're bringing Mission Impossible into the MCU. <laughs> It's going to happen. <laughs> that Disney, would be funny, Disney's actually. buying everything. <laughs> um, next up, uh, one of my most anticipated movies of the year, um, just based off of its trailer, um, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Directed by Daniel and Daniel. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, this is this is the Daniel and Daniel of Swiss Army Man. Oh, cool. Um, and... I didn't know that. I hadn't looked at who, who was directing this at all. <laughs> and... Uh, okay. It, 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 I saw the trailer while we were watching tra- or while I was watching Tragedy. Man, you got you got cooler trailers than I did. Um, and it was it looked really fun. <laughs> and like I've seen a couple things about it before, and it just looks really fun and goofy and interesting. I cannot wait to see um, this. I I will say I I am worried about it a little bit in terms of movies overall, just from a premise level that it will be kind of. I don't know, like like stories like this are so easy to be kind of bleh. In <laughs> feel, I can see that. Yeah, like like such a massive like oh, like twenty different versions <laughs> of her doing this random quest to stop this goofy person from turning everybody from all of the multiverse into confetti. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's I, again. I'm hoping it'll be goofy enough, and it looked goofy enough, and like fun enough to carry that through. I'm honestly like I I will be rooting for this movie when it comes out because I want it to be good it's so bad <laughs> the cast looks phenomenal i i really um, just want more movies in like the modern landscape to just be goofy and crazy <laughs> yeah and like like with these directors with this cast yeah the only thing stacked against it currently is the fact that the russo brothers are producers <laughs> <laughs> dang they're not the worst micah they're pre- they can produce a good movie um next next up though um deadpool 3 deadpool 3 doesn't have a release date that it'll be coming out in 2022 yeah but uh i I don't really care because i don't really want to see a deadpool 3 (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know it looks like it's gonna be and it's gonna be the mcu one too yeah yeah, i was about to say it looks like it's probably gonna be bad (laughs) don't take my word on it though um yeah um, and and deadpool officially killed ryan reynolds career and i don't even yeah. like ryan reynolds that much but he hasn't acted in anything else but deadpool 0.5 <laughs> since he played deadpool wow um i wanted to give a quick shout out to my year of rest and relaxation new yargos lanthimos film um there's almost nothing really almost about no it. details about it yet um, no cast no release date no or poster anything. Um, but Yargos Lanthimos, uh, cool I have not seen any of his movies yet. Um, 
I have my fingers crossed that I will uh, want to go see this one because, like, he he sometimes tackles concepts that I'm not comfortable going and seeing in a theater. Same thing with Robert Eggers, uh, the reason I haven't seen a lot of his movies. Um, But given his reputation... I'm excited to see a new film from him. <laughs> the Lobster. <laughs> the Lobster, exactly. Um, but yeah. Watch Colin Farrell be. <laughs> Plus, he just has a really cool name, Yargos Lanthimos. Right. Yargos Lanthimos <laughs> is so fun to say. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Yargos Lanthimos. Fun name. Uh, uh, <laughs> next up, we have The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Uh, I do have The Unbearable Weight of Massive we, Talent. We, all, we also had this trailer in the theater for this. I too. did I did get this one um, in my theater. Of course you did, because it was licorice pizza. Yeah, I went and saw licorice um, pizza in theater. So, uh, <laughs> having seen the trailer for this twice now, having mm-hmm. seen the cast, seen the concept, seen the director, this is either going to be <laughs> an absolutely hilarious, off-the-walls, goofy movie. Yeah. Or really, really, really mid and boring. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I have a really bad feeling that it's about to be a super boring movie. Um, but if it's not super boring, I have a feeling that I'll really like it. Like, like even from a conceptual <laughs> level, this could either be the worst thing or the best thing. Yeah, for those who don't know, it's um, a movie about uh, Nicolas Cage, the actor, uh, going to an ex- eccentric fan's party. And the eccentric fan is played by Pedro Pascal. Literally the greatest. The two two of my favorite actors in all of Hollywood, and they're going to be in a movie co-starring together. Right, but like at the same time, the fact that it's like an action comedy, uh-huh. and like it seems like from the trailer that they're actually going to do a lot of action movie stuff, mm-hmm. and even some of the jokes in the trailer are eek. I don't know, but they it's were kind of tra- funny. But it's, a, but it's a trailer, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and. I'm very excited for it. Yeah. It just could also be really terrible. I was about to say, I honestly, the first time I heard about this movie, like, I heard about, like, the general premise that, like, Nick Cage was going to be playing himself in a movie uh, back in, like, 2019 or 2020. I don't remember which it was. And I was like, that sounds amazing. I cannot wait to see it. And I'm still just as excited, if not more excited, to see it. Yeah, no, I'm really excited for it, even if I, if I do think it could be pretty bad if it... if. Like, very easily. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, we have Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, which I've had in my watch list for, like, <laughs> five years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and no, I'm not any less excited for it. Um, it looks so good. I mean, it's going to have Ewan McGregor in it, so I'm a little, I'm just a little excited. <laughs> I, I love Guillermo del Toro's Oh, uh, Tim, like, Nelson is listed on here. And, and cool. the cast is outstanding. And on top of Guillermo del Toro, which I love, and mm-hmm. the cast, which I love, Patrick McHale's on the screenplay. <gasps> Ooh, I did not know that. You didn't know that? That's very interesting. <laughs> I cannot wait to see this now. Okay. I, I am very excited about this. I'm not sure it'll be releasing in 2022. I'm very worried about it because it's been in production hell for, like, yeah. a long time. I just really love del Toro's work that I've seen, but I don't adore everything that he touches you yeah, know i'm kind of um, i'm kind of obsessed with his <laughs> with his production yeah yeah um, he's, he's a very interesting man very cool guy uh, um but his pinocchio movie i am excited for it's got a cool cast i have a feeling del toro's direction would be good for it <laughs> yeah next we have uh blade blade uh, um yeah it's a it's a reboot to bring blade into the <laughs> mcu i think Yay. it's a little funny uh, we've got, um... 
I think Mershala Ali yeah, is actually a really good, Ali's he's a good casting choice for it, but a like great actor. Yeah, he's a great actor, but like I <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's uh and, yeah, and I'm not super excited to go see I it. I haven't seen the first blade. Maybe. Yeah, supposedly the first Blade's wanna, really good. I, yeah, Blade, I was about to say, I, I do want to see Blade. But I can't imagine Blade being brought into the MCU, <laughs> and I'm just not that jazzed about it. Jazzed. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting, I think. To Like, if they do, if they don't make it rated R, I'm, I'm very curious to see what a Blade movie would turn out like. Right. Um, but yeah, uh wanted to give this one a shout out to, even though it doesn't have a release date. Uh, John M. Chu from like the the guy who directed Crazy Rich Asians and In the Heights, um, of the two things I know him for anyway, is directing an adaptation of Wicked, um, the Broadway show. Which I will say, <laughs> I'm not that, I'm not that <laughs> thrilled about this story being brought to a movie. Like it's it's like if you said um, like Hamilton movie, like there it's a cool cool idea idea in like a in a stage play but like brought into a movie it's kind of weird yeah and i really <laughs> am not that interested in seeing ariana grande in it. i think i think it'll be interesting i don't know i'm i'm cautiously optimistic about it in the heights was good like wicked um, is wicked has never been my favorite musical i'm yeah. just not that big of a fan of a lot of the music or the story but like it's still fun but i just can't see it brought to brought the screen even like even i don't know like the production's <laughs> probably going to be good i just eh. <laughs> um uh next up i wanted to give a quick shout out to blonde the uh, marilyn monroe biopic that's coming out i i assume this year um i'm very excited to see it because it has great casts see, uh, I, adrian brody anna de armas i would be i would be very excited for this um <laughs> Because I've heard the director does some good work. Exactly. I love the cast. Exactly. And it's a cool idea. Uh, but I also <laughs> uh, heard that, like, it's going to be very not clean. Yeah, I'm a little... <laughs> I mean, I think, of it, think about Marilyn Monroe's life, Micah. Yeah. Um, I'm a little scared that it might lean into NC-17 territory, which no, in that case, pretty, I won't go see it. I'm pretty but... sure they announced that there is at least going to be a NC-17 yeah. cut of it out. Um, um, which again, who knows? for for the who story, knows? it's a real life story, whatever. But that's not really something I want to yeah, go see. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm excited for it. If it if I do end up wanting to go see it uh, after I see like the content rating for it, but you know, because yeah, I, I, vaguely um, excited. Anna de Armas, I, I love her, and she looks great as. Yeah, uh, I was about to say, looks looks much better than I thought she would um, as Marilyn Monroe. Um, but yeah, so uh, it's a really cool cast to me, but I'm but I'm not sure it'll be something that I'll want to go see. Yeah. Um, next up on our roster is James Wan's Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom. Oh yeah. Which I was a big fan of James Wan's movie last year, Malignant. Uh, <laughs> I, we did an episode on it and everything, uh, and I liked Aquaman to an extent, not really a bunch, but you know it was fun enough, I guess. <laughs> Um, and I like Insidious, so I'm yeah. excited to see um, another film from him. Like I feel like I've I feel like I've given James Wan a bad rep because you what really he's, have what he's, known, what he's known for I have not seen. Saw, really, Saw and The Conjuring 
I re- I'm very interested. Like every time James Wan comes up on this podcast, you're like, "Oh, Insidious sucks, bro." Well, Insidious <laughs> really sucks, and I don't like Aquaman. Uh, Malignant was fun. Malignant, Malignant is so much was, fun. Was really fun. Who's, who's not gonna love? But it, I also it. wouldn't call it like quality cinema. It's it's goofy popcorn cinema. But that's kind of James Wan shtick, from what I understand. Yeah, he makes fun movies, dude. Um, Give so him a break. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I don't really want to see a sequel to Aquaman. We may uh, have to start speeding through these. I just realized we're nearing the hour mark. <laughs> well, I mean, I, we, we're not going to do all of them. Well, no, obviously. The... Uh, I just figured we'd pop over to, like, ones we're actually excited for yeah, now that we've covered a lot we, of the really popular and, ones. Yeah, we're getting yeah. into the ter- territory. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Don't really care about Black Adam. Don't really yeah. care about Halloween Ends. Um, I do. Re- I'm very excited to see Lightyear. Um, <laughs> as I, uh, stupid as that statement sounds. <laughs> I am not. I think Lightyear looks really rough. Um, this is like the exact kind of movie that like eight year old me would have made. <laughs> this so is this is funny. exactly the kind of movie that like I am I am sad about coming from Pixar especially. I I honestly kind of can't wait to see it. It looks it looks. I hope it's like super existential and super like light years like super depressed during the entire movie. That's my <laughs> that's my hope. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see it. Um, next we like on the list is Wasteland, but I don't think I thought Wasteland was coming after Furiosa, and Furiosa is the release date isn't until 2024. Yeah, I was about to say <laughs> I'm pretty sure Furiosa is the next film in the Mad Max series, so I don't think Wasteland's uh, coming out. For but a while. shout out, shout out to Wasteland and Furiosa because Fury Road is uh, Fury an Road absolutely rocks, outstanding bro. movie. It rocks. Uh, not that interested in Fantastic Four. <laughs> eh, it just yeah. sounds kind of lame. I've never been that into the Fantastic Four like as characters. John so. Watts isn't my favorite director out there, so whatever. Um, uh, next, how do you live? Well, I mean, technically, this is already out, right? Yeah. Yeah. But how do you live? <laughs> how do you? I really want to see it. I do really want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wonka is 2023. Disappointment Boulevard. Disappointment Boulevard. Very uh, excited new, to see it. New Ari Aster. Another ha- promising uh, director in the horror <laughs> genre. Doesn't have a release date, but its cast is real cool. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. And yeah. I'm I mean, just, yeah. <laughs> just excited to it. Looks for cool, it. yeah. Um, Shazam, don't really care about. Uh, uh, though. Um, Uzumaki, I really want to see. Oh yeah, um, I really love the manga. It's it's one of my favorite. Like, I mean, um, why did I just lose that? I even looked up how to pronounce his name earlier. Uh, I don't I don't know who you're talking about. The so. creator of the manga. Um, he's like one of the most influential like <laughs> horror artists. I, I hate to tell there. you this, Micah, I am very unfamiliar with manga writers um, <laughs> in any capacity. Um, I have no idea. But the, the yeah, guy I, who created I lost the... his name. Anyway, he is an outstanding designer. Like, mm-hmm. I think he's literally probably one of the best uh, visual horror workers, like, like, creators ever. Um, his manga is so good. <laughs> um an adaptation to screen sounds very weird. Hope they <laughs> hope they lean full rated R for it. Oh uh, well, um, yeah, I would hope so. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm extremely excited to see what it happens, especially being that uh, Uzumaki is like one of the weirdest of his horror series. Hmm. Um, I yeah, hope, I, I, hope, I didn't really know much about it. Honestly. I hope they go. I hope they go crazy with them spirals. <laughs> cool. 
Um, wanted to give a shout out to Wes Anderson's movie that's coming out sometime. I don't know if it's going to be this year. Um, interesting looking cast. Has she has he worked with Scarlett Johansson before? Uh, I'm not other sure. than like think, Isle of Dogs. I don't think outside of Isle of Dogs, yeah. and I don't think she's worked or he's worked with uh, Tom Hanks either. I'm excited to see Willem Dafoe in this. I mean, I'm, I I like I love the cast in most Wes Anderson movies, and I love a lot of Wes Anderson movies. So, um, yeah, I'm I, excited for it. Uh, Good stuff. Asteroid City. Weird. If yeah. it's a sci-fi, I'm interested to see him. Do a sci-fi. Yeah, to actually tackle a sci-fi movie. <laughs> uh, Oppenheimer's not coming out till. Yeah. Uh, Turning Red, uh, new oh, Pixar film. I did want to mention oh, what you, uh, what? The Killer from David Fincher. Oh, it yeah, the new Fincher film. It doesn't have yeah. a release date yet, but I am really excited to see uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Fincher do something new. Exactly, He's a cool yeah. guy. Cool, cool filmmaker. Uh, but Turning Red. Turning um, Red, yes. New Pixar movie. That's uh, what I just said, dude. Very sad <laughs> that it is getting released exclusively uh, on Disney Plus again. Yeah, that just got announced that it wasn't getting a theater run, and that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, um, I mean, I'm still excited to see it. Uh, Pixar, I wasn't crazy about Onward. We did a whole episode about it. Um, but I am excited to see what they're going to do because uh, I loved Soul. I was about to say from the director of uh, Bao. Yeah, I was about to say um, Bao is like my favorite uh, of the Pixar short films. Mm-hmm. So I am excited Bao for it. Bao does taste really good. <laughs> That's good, man. I want to. We haven't made Bow in a while. <laughs> Plus, I'm I'm happy to see that uh, a female director is actually getting like, uh, just sole directing credit on a Pixar movie. You know. Yeah. That's nice. The <laughs> one thing I will say about it though is like, from the trailer, it just it's it just doesn't really look like something that interests me personally. Okay, that's. I'm fair. gonna give it. I'm, obviously, I'm gonna give it a chance. I, I'll watch anything that Pixar puts out, pretty much. Um, but like, it didn't. I'm not thrilled about the story. That makes sense, yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm excited for it. It looked cool. When I first heard the premise of the movie, I'm like, that's kind of funny, actually. <laughs> Maybe I'll go watch it. Um, but yeah, I've just gotten more excited for it uh, as time's gone on. So, um, Next up, I wanted to give a quick shout-out to uh, David O. Russell's Catterbury Glass. <laughs> Grabby David O. Russell's filmography. I know, I know. <laughs> Um, silver Linings supposedly playbook, silver linings playbook. supposedly <laughs> silver linings playbook is good i haven't watched it yet america the hustle okay <laughs> okay but it has john david washington so i want to go see it john guy. david washington is, is a gift he really is um, gift to humanity <laughs> rami malik marco robbie christian bale it looks weird the fact that taylor swift and chris rock are in a movie <laughs> the same movie is so a- funny to taylor, me. like this entire cast is just like really weird <laughs> mike myers robert de niro like does does anything i'm saying sound weirdest, like a real movie <laughs> this is like this is like knives out two levels of like i don't really care if these actors and actresses were in like a movie individually but the fact that they are all here together is so weird to me <laughs> um and i'm very excited for it <laughs> i can't wait to see it next up paddington 3 paddington 3 uh, don't think it'll be releasing in 2022 but just because uh, fingers it, crossed bro because it doesn't have a release it. date yeah. uh, shout out to paul king wish he was directing paul king but the he's, king. St- he's, st- he's still in the writing room <laughs> paul the king uh, but i will i do want to say uh mark burton is not my favorite director <laughs> um i really like curse of the were rabbit and Madagascar's pretty fun. Yeah. But, like, I'm just not that thrilled with most of his uh, 
filmography. Fair enough. I, I don't know. I think with a good screenplay, Paul King can make a good movie. Um, but with a without without a good screenplay, it's it's not gonna come anywhere near good, I think. His direction is nothing to write home about most of the time. Yeah, and I think Mark Burton is the is like one of the main writers on it. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, because like he's yeah. he's credited before. I just yeah. don't really like his writing that much. But the rest of the writing team, including Paul King, um, mostly are just workers who have done Paddington stuff. Yeah. Um, I want to give a quick mention to Legally Blonde three. Um, which I'm a big fan of Legally Blonde, the first one. Micah still hasn't watched it yet, though. I watched, like, half of it. <laughs> um, great movie. I haven't seen Legally Blonde 2 yet, but I am excited for both of them, both 2 and 3. So. <laughs> the, the gang's, Just wanted to mention the gang's it. still here. Uh, um, Micah, there... Wong Kar Wai has a new movie coming oh, out. I didn't know that. Blossom Sh- Blossoms Shanghai. Shout out to Wong Kar Wai. And I cannot wait to see it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I love Wong Kar Wai's work from what I've seen of it so far. I, I very much want to see more of Wong Kar Wai's work. The fact that he has a new movie coming out, it's like it's like finding out... Um, okay, so I was very unfamiliar with Paul Thomas Anderson's work uh, pre-watching like watching There I Will Be Blood. I was very unfamiliar um, with PTA's work. So like I was like, oh, uh, There Will Be Blood, loved that movie. And then I saw that he was doing a new movie uh, with Licorice Pizza. And I was like, oh my gosh, a director that I love is making a new movie? That's so weird. That never happened. Robbie's seen In the Mood for Love and now he's... Yeah, I've seen In the Mood for Love. he's geared up. And now I, I, I am so, I'm so excited to see more Wong Kar Wai movies. Yeah. It's very much my speed. Um, but yes... Uh, Shang, Shang, or no, Blossoms Shanghai. I want to call it Shanghai Blossoms for some reason. Um, um, but yes, anything else I'm very exciting. Uh, um, there's a new Brendan Fraser movie coming out. I'm not sure if it's going to be this year, but The Whale. Um, oh, yes. So. Sonic 2. <laughs> like, new Brendan Fraser movies. Mike is like, oh, yes. Sonic no, no, 2. I'm really happy Brendan Fraser's back acting. Yeah, yeah, I love no. Brendan Fraser. Yeah. I was just uh, excited to see him again. <laughs> Sonic 2 is coming out. Um, <laughs> which is going to be very weird. Idris Elba, baby. Like, it's going to be very weird. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, like it's going to it's gonna be very weird. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really know what to say about Sonic 2. I liked the first Sonic movie that we got. It's um, not it's not great. Jim Carrey is really fun in that yeah, movie. Jim Carrey is the highlight. Um, ben Schwartz as Sonic is fine. Not yeah, great. I wasn't. I wasn't really. I'm a big yeah. Sonic fan, but he seemed like. And I know it was how they were playing him in the movie. Like it was, yeah, it was literally yeah. how the character was written in the movie. Because <laughs> I like Ben Schwartz. But yeah, like yeah. it just felt very like weirdly immature for a Sonic character. Mm-hmm. Like Sonic is usually. I not... mean Sonic. He is an immature character. Well, yeah, he's immature, but he's not, like, little kid-ish, Yeah, exactly. Usually. Yeah, he's yeah. more, like, 20-year-old <laughs> who has nothing to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, but, yeah. Idris Elba is Knuckles' top-tier cast. <laughs> uh, we've got the classic, classic Tales voice actor, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Um, and Jim Carrey coming back as Robotnik, so... I'm excited. I'm more excited than I probably should be for Sonic 2. <laughs> New Taika Waititi movie also is coming out next goal wins. Mm-hmm. Don't, has, it doesn't have a release date, though. Baby Driver 2 uh, doesn't have a release date, yeah. but I don't even know if it's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, 
another Robert Eggers film. It's, it's not coming out this year. Robert. Not he's, coming he's, out this he's, year. He can't put out. Like, what if he, he can't what if put he out pulls, the Northman, Nosferatu, and the Night? What if he pulls a Ridley Scott and just releases like three movies back to back in theaters? <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> but I seriously don't. I don't even think Nosferatu is coming out this year. Yeah, probably not. Um, now you see me three. <laughs> I haven't goofy. Even, I haven't even seen the first one. Uh, Minions, the rise of Gru. I want it to be the rise of Gru Stewardess. That would be the only way Bro, I would be here to watch it. If they okay, as a as a diehard um, fan of the uh, Despicable Me franchise and universe, um, they're all all of those movies are like a cut above the rest. Um, I honestly, if we got to see Robbie, the return we, of Gru Stewardess, saying this completely straight. <laughs> if we got to see the return of Gru Stewardess, I would honestly probably break down and cry just in the studio. Robbie, why does that minion have braces on? <laughs> it looks so bad. This okay. movie looks so bad. Minions is one of the worst animated modern movies I can think of. Oh yeah, no, it's bad. It's just, oh, it's, it, see, the thing is, it's not even that bad. Like, it's not even that bad of a movie it's just so aggressively boring <laughs> it's and like, a pain and to like watch. the minions are so aggressively terrible <laughs> exactly anymore. yeah like everything is just terrible even if it's not like <laughs> awful it's terrible <laughs> like i like i actually like the idea of a lot of the jokes in minions like uh, it's good concepts for comedy and then they just and are just so terrible. boring <laughs> it's so boring why is it so boring uh yeah minions rise of Gru. i will go see it uh, to see if Gru Stewardess is in it, and then I will move on with my life. <laughs> Mamma mia, it's a Chris Pratt. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Jack Black is Bowser in the new Jack Black is Super Bowser. Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, Seth Rogen, Anya Taylor Joy. Um, Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. <laughs> this is gonna be really weird. Chris Pratt. And probably Mario. bad, because um, not only is it a video game adaptation, but they didn't cast an Italian actor as Mario. That's so weird. Why? I don't know why they didn't. Like, I really honestly have no clue why. It's such an obvious choice. Ooh, like, Mario's <laughs> voice is probably his most iconic feature. Exactly. I don't even care about the, co <laughs> the color of his overalls, if he has a hat or no hat. What His voice has hasn't changed in like Mario's voice. It's a me, a Mario. It's a me, Mario. Everyone. <laughs> and Why they would cast they cast Chris Pratt? Why would they cast this man? It's so terrible. Like, like I'm going to watch this movie, but that alone is such a terrible decision. I'm going. I'm going to die. By the way, though, one of the directors, the co-director of this, is a co-director on uh, Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Oh, cool. I like that movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Hotel Transylvania Hotel Transformania. 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 Um, At least it's fun to say. I am a fan of the Hotel Transylvania series. Not ironically like the Despicable Me series. Yeah, no. The Hotel Transylvania series is pretty fun. Um... It's got, a, it's got a really fun cast of characters. Shout out to Genity. Yeah, I was about to say. He's a, he's a really, really talented uh, animation director. Um, he is not going to be directing this one, which I'm very sad Genity. about. Um, and But, I mean, Derek Dryman, he's a, he's a guy. <laughs> he worked on SpongeBob for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, so I'm a little, I'm, I'm like still excited to go see this. 
Um, the all of the like teaser stuff and trailers I've seen of this are is is really bad, honestly. Yeah, I don't I don't like the story concept yeah. at all. I don't like that they're doing another one after the third one. Like the third mm-hmm. one was a pretty good ending for the series. Yeah, like I'm excited for it, but not super excited for it. Yeah, like I I really and the fact that and I, and I and I wasn't even on board for this. I didn't even know it was a thing. But the fact that they made the Invisible Man look like that. Oh my god! It's a travesty. <sighs> like as as man, a personal as a personal fan of the Invisible Man, <laughs> right? The Invisible Man is amazing. The whole joke is that he was supposed to be super sexy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then they made su- him ugly. And he this was supposed movie. to be super sexy. You just couldn't see him, and then <laughs> and then he looks like he looks like a uh, he looks like a character from the animated Adams Family. <laughs> That is not a good thing. And that's the worst. <laughs> that is the, the worst, worst thing I could say. I I feel so bad for anyone who slightly resembles characters from the Adams Family movie. No, Ruby, it doesn't happen. Those are horror creatures. <laughs> that movie is so bad, man. I can't wait. To, I I cannot wait to see the Barry Sonnenfeld uh, uh, Adams Family just to get the taste of the newer animated one out of my mouth. And I think we're almost through, like, anything Most of the ones we wanted to mention. confirmed coming out um, in 2022. I'm excited for the Elvis biopic. Yeah, I was about to say Elvis is coming out. Uh, Moonfall looked fun, if it's good. And by the way, Elvis is coming out from the guy who directed Great Gatsby, <laughs> Moulin Rouge, and Romeo plus Juliet. Very interesting And backlog. Australia with Nicole Kidman and Hugh Jackman. That's funny. <laughs> It's it's goofy. Um, um, yeah, no, maybe it'll be good though. Yeah, I don't maybe know. it'll be good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Noonfall. Noonfall looked like I said looked interesting. Disenchanted. I'm not sure if it's going to be this year. Um, looked cool though. But uh, but that's really that's really about it. Like in terms of it falls off. There's a lot more movies yeah. on this list, obviously. But like in terms of ones that are probably coming out this <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah. And most anticipated, it falls off pretty fast from here on out. All right, Micah. So, um, what's what's your most anticipated film for this year? Do you think? Ooh, that's from that's that's really hard. I know. There are a lot or at of... least or at least like a top three or something like that. Um, you know? I would say maybe Pinocchio, Ooh, but I okay. don't think it might not even come out. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, the Northman looked really good. Okay. Um, uh, Northman, Pinocchio, um... Not Spider-Verse, Mike? Not Spider... I don't think... I don't think that... I don't know. I mean, it has the 2022 release date. Um, no, it's not that. Oh. It's just that I'm not sure I'd qualify it as my most anticipated. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I said some stuff earlier. I forget what it, all the ones Babylon, I was saying. Babylon, maybe? Babylon. Uh, MI7? Really good. No, MI7 is not one of okay. my most anticipated, unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately, but yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of really good-looking stuff, including Spider Verse. <gasps> Absolutely, yeah. But um, hopefully this year will will add on to the decade. Well, I know. know, right? I was I was mentioning that uh, Wolf Walkers and Licorice Pizza would be hard to top, and then like for my decade ranking list, and I'm like, we're only like two years in. <laughs> we're two years into a ten-year thing. Yeah. Um, as for me, uh, my most anticipated is probably Babylon. I think I said the same thing at our 2020 most anticipated. I just really want to see another Damien Chazelle yeah, I think, film. I think you did say that. <laughs> yeah, um, so Babylon, very excited about. Um, I think 
I would probably list Spider-Verse as my second most anticipated, and then Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, shout out to Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent and Everything Everywhere All at Once, though. Those are my yeah. other ones that I'm like really shout out to, excited uh, to go see. To Nope and uh, oh yeah, yeah, Nope. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that, that's uh, that's how how we're feeling about 2022. Very lineup. very exciting. Um, actually, there's actually a lot of a lot more movies than in 2020 that I'm I'm excited to see. Yeah, no, for sure. In 2021, um, especially. Yeah. No, it's nice. Uh, did we want to do what we watched with how with how long we've been going? Yeah, why like... not? Why not? <laughs> All right. Well, we're <laughs> well, going we'll to kick on. it into another segment, a what we watch segment. For those of you who don't know, it's just going to be a short little thing where we talk about the movies we watched since our last episode. Precisely. <laughs> we'll try to keep this brief because I am semi-starving. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but... Uh, uh, beginning of the year, beginning I guess of the year, we'll go yeah. from. And I will say that 90% of what I've watched, probably over 90% <laughs> of what I've watched this year, has exclusively been DreamWorks movies because I'm working on a DreamWorks ranked video for my channel and yes. Railway Films. Uh, <laughs> yes. But I'm not going to talk about those for this, just for the sake of I've watched a million of them in 10 days and, uh, I, you know, save that for the video. Yeah. Um, I mean, I watched some of them, too, so we'll probably just, like, skim over them. So, yeah, on the second, I watched Ants and <laughs> Prince of Egypt. Nice. On the third, I watched Chicken Run. Chicken Run. And Those then, were your first movies of the year. Yes. Uh, and then, also on the third, I watched The Tragedy of Macbeth. Tragedy of Macbeth. Um, which I was so excited Joel about. Joel Cohen, baby. I, I really <laughs> like Shakespeare. I really like the Cohen brothers. Um, <laughs> like, I was, I was geared up for this. The cast, great. And it turns out... It was freaking fantastic. I did not know it was. I did not know it was like a direct word for word of the stage play. But that was so cool. I'm really glad they did that because it works into making the whole thing like a like a spooky kind of dreamlike stage play that works really well for like it film. Like yeah. the sound design is outstanding. The cinematography and especially the cinema. I just said the cinematography, <laughs> especially the, the cinematography. especially like the production design, like blends together to make a very dreamy, really unique, creepy experience. And I'm kind of, I kind of am in love with it. I can't wait to see it, dude. It sounds super cool. I gave I, it a, <laughs> I gave it a five out of five. Um, I that same day we went to the same theater, uh, but watched two different movies. Yeah. I watched uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's new movie, Licorice Pizza. I watched Licorice Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, Licorice Pizza. Um, That's all I've heard from him for the past week. <laughs> I was about to say, it's kind of become my new obsession for some reason. Um, but, I mean, I, There Will Be Blood uh, is, like, one of my favorite movies ever. Um, so, it makes sense that I like more of Paul Thomas Anderson's work. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Licorice Pizza, great cast. Um Great production design, great cinematography, great direction, great editing, great music, a great movie, <laughs> fantastic film. Uh, one of my favorites of the decade, and we're not even that far oh, yeah. into I, it yet. I will say I put uh, I put Tragedy of Macbeth at the top of my <laughs> 2020s decade list. Um, I rated it a nine out of ten, but I have honestly like 
I, I've been glancing back at that rating and been so tempted to bump it up to a 10 out of 10. <laughs> should watch it again. Really. I know. I want to go see it again so bad. I, I tweeted out, um, why did no one tell me that when I go see Licorice Pizza, all I'm going to want to do is go see it again? <laughs> well, hey, I'm just holding out for as sad as it will be watching it like not in a theater. I'm holding out for the 14th when uh, Tragedy <laughs> of Macbeth comes on streaming. Um, but yeah. Uh, the, then we went home and watched Trump. <laughs> <laughs> we went home and watched Shrek. <laughs> Um, great movie, by the way. Fun uh, comedy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, then on the fourth, I watched Spirit Stallion of the Samars. Samaran. Samaran. Yes, that is correct. Okay, I um, was like, I do not remember how to pronounce this for the life of me. Okay. And also Sinbad, Legend of the Seven Seas. Nice. Uh, that day, I also watched Spirit with you, and I watched World War Z for the first time, and it was aggressively mediocre. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> would you Would you rate it? Really? Oh, I give it a five out of ten. <laughs> um, and then that very night, uh, after I got home from theater. Uh, we watched Shrunk 2. One of the greatest animated comedies <laughs> ever made, probably. Uh, very, very good. Yes. Then on the 5th, I watched Shark Tale and Wallace and Gromit, Shark Curse of Tale. the Were-Rabbit, Ooh. and That Night Over the Hedge. Yeah, I watched Over the Hedge, too. And then on the 6th, <laughs> I watched Shrek the 3rd, B-Movie, Kung yeah. Fu Panda, and then that night we watched <laughs> so many, Watership Down. <laughs> so many DreamWorks movies, my God. Uh, which Watership Down... We uh, need to do an episode on Watership Down one of these days. beautiful, fantastic, amazing, right up my alley. I bought the criterion for myself for christmas <laughs> and i i kind of love it it grew on me a lot even from the first watch and i bumped it to a five uh yeah i was about to say a very similar thing for me too like i loved it on the first watch but like the second watch really helps highlight the context of the whole story and it's really cool yeah. and really great like like feeling <laughs> like watching it and like getting like the kind of fairy tale mystical vibe mm -hmm. of like the really unique study of mortality is really cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a it's a super dope movie. Go watch Watership Down if you have not seen it yet. The 78 version, uh, 1978. Then on the 7th, I watched Madagascar 2, uh, <laughs> or Madagascar Escape to Africa, I should say. Um, That's funny. Still not a very big fan. Uh, but anyway, uh, we also watched that night Sunshine. Indeed we did. Um, which I still think the choices of movies we had in between all of these DreamWorks movies is quite funny. <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, what to say about Sunshine. We, I, I, we, we did, did an episode, episode on it. Uh, I actually have upped my rating for it since then. Outstanding movie. I, I honestly struggle to think of a sci-fi movie that I connect with more than Sunshine. Yeah, exactly. Like, like even... Even if it's not, like, my favorite sci-fi movie, mm -hmm. emotionally, it hits so much harder than, exactly, like, 90% yeah. like of sci-fi I watch. I love it. I love it and so much. And I have so much respect for this movie <laughs> on a technical level. Yeah. And I feel like everybody in the world is sleeping on it because the way it uses lighting and distortion and, like, reflections and stuff for it's, visual storytelling. It's honestly one of the best uses of visual distortion I've seen for a narrative like in anything no, ever. No, it's, it's incredible. It's I, I love it. And like, dude, that scene, I forgot how good that scene was when they start flashing the pictures up and you oh feel like you're gosh. going insane for a second. <laughs> the I... movie starts gaslighting you. <laughs> exactly. I love Sunshine. Yeah, Sunshine, Danny Boyle's Sunshine, I gave it a 10 out of 10. I love it so much. Um, I, I wanted to give a shout out to all of the movies that I watched uh, that day too. Um, I watched uh, Poi Poi Molkar for the first time. 
Um, it was one of the ones that I added to my watch list because um, I saw that it was like super highly rated. Yeah. Um, it's a stop motion Japanese kids show um, about like mole cars or like guinea pig cars. Like in it's set. I think the premise says it's set in the future where all the cars are like guinea pigs now, <laughs> and it's really weird, but it's also kind of great. Um, so yeah, oh, go check go. out Poi Poi Mole Car if you want something that you could watch with your child. Um, I also watched Good Burger for the first time, which um, I had never seen anything from it before. Uh, and I actually, I don't think I've ever seen, uh, Kel in anything, Kel Mitchell in like any movie before. And I really loved him in this. So I'm, I'm very excited to see more of his movies the now. The Keenan, the Keenan and Kel. Yeah. I've never, I'd never seen Kel from Keenan yeah, and Kel. I was Kel. about to say Kel of Keenan and Kel. Yeah, no, he rocks, he rocks it in this actually. He's one of my favorite performances in a Nick comedy that I've seen. Yeah, so, no. uh, really fun movie. I gave it a seven out of 10. Uh, then I think I think that night we watched Monsters vs. Aliens, yeah, was, or at least I was, hoped that night. Otherwise, the eighth was kind of sad. Yeah, it was post post sunshine watch of Monsters vs. Aliens. Uh, then on the eighth, I watched How to Train Your Dragon, Kung Fu Panda Two, Puss in Boots, Escape, <laughs> uh, Madagascar Three, Why Europe's Most so Wanted, and The Visit, and then The Visit again. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the second time was with me. That was one, two, three, four, five, six movies oh that day. Um... <laughs> But to be fair, uh, I watched half of those, like, well, like, because I've seen most of them before. I just want to watch them to get a refresher on all of them. And yeah. I, I was working while I watched most of those. Um, the Visit, I suppose we'll give it a quick run over while we're here. I would like to do an episode on yeah, it. Yeah, I, I want to do an episode on it. It's There's enough here that I would want to talk about. Moo Knight Shumalu. Uh, yes. Mr. Shy Man. The Shy Man. Um, Mr. Mr. Shyamalan. He's got a very. <laughs> interesting filmography we loved we loved old last year loved old um, loved six cents loved split like <laughs> exactly his movies are very he's got hit a, or miss he's got, a, he's got a, a certain elegance to his movies yeah no um, I, which I, I did not expect to be in the visit right but somehow still there <laughs> like he the, the fact that he kept his elegance in a found footage <laughs> a, movie a, is hilarious to movie. me uh the <laughs> highlight of the visit is by far i think the kids I think they do a really good job in it. Yeah, uh, I think they're very scarily accurate to how the writing for kids them is really good. Yeah, are, <laughs> um, but like I don't know, it was really fun. It's it's way out there. It's so much different than everything M Night Shyamalan has done, mm-hmm. and like almost than any other movie, both like tonally and like story wise. Like it's just so crazy. I think I said in my review, I this movie. Um, Everything from its editing to its dialogue has an energy that I don't really know how to describe. Right. But it's good. I like it. There's a Tyler, the creator, name drop in this movie. What is going on? Um, I liked it. But what is going on? I gave it a 7 out of 10. I thought it was pretty great. I also gave it a 7 out of 10. Um, That same day, or, well, I guess... Like we watched no, the visit the pretty day. late, but um, yeah, I, I watched night. I watched Ocean's Eleven, uh, the old one, um, and it's pretty much just as mediocre as everyone says it is. <laughs> um, fun production design, kind of a meh cast, especially compared to the Soderbergh one. It's it's so hard not to compare this to the Soderbergh one because the Soderbergh one is so good. Yeah, Soderbergh. <laughs> I I think I I think I said in my review Soderbergh's adaptation really highlights everything that's holding this one back from being great. 
Um, so in that sense, uh, watch Steven Soderbergh's Ocean's Eleven because it's a great remake. It's like, the, like it's like the thing levels of quality remakes here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Ocean's Eleven, fun enough, kind of boring for a majority of its runtime though. Not really worth checking out unless you want to see. Uh, Frank Sinatra being a jerk to people for like two hours. <laughs> hey, it's just like real life. It's just like real life. Whoa. <laughs> uh, then uh, last night we watched Encanto Heck again. Yeah. Uh, this yeah, time did. with my girlfriend. She had never seen it. She works at a movie theater and people at her movie theater told her that it kind of sucked. And I, I still have zero trust for anybody who works at the movie theater other than her. Like, I keep losing so much faith in, like, modern audiences. But then again, she works with somebody who literally said to her that she doesn't watch any movies but MCU movies. Okay. Uh, <laughs> guys, if that is if that is what you are doing with your life and you care about movies, please expand your palette. <laughs> please, I'm begging you. Uh, but man, Encanto really has just, like, it just gets better every time I've it really watched does. it. Just sitting on it in my mind, uh -huh. it's really good. The more it marinates in my brain, the more I, I like it. I don't think I'll give it any higher than what I gave it. I gave it a four and a half this time around, but I don't think it really, I don't think it'll ever get a five for No, I, I think, honestly, it's it has some actual, like, story problems that yeah. I, that are holding it back from being like oh that's of course that's Encanto it's a perfect movie yeah, you know? I think, I think like it's masterpiece got, I think it's got some story problems yeah. and uh, like it, it really does just feel too short and yeah that's that, part of the thing and though. I know that sounds ridiculous but like <laughs> it's too it's short such a, it's such a like big scale story uh -huh. even though it's a small scale story in terms of like emotional care like resonance with all of the characters and everything mm -hmm. that I really just wish it had more time to do anything because like most of the side characters in the family get like a song yep. to be their entire character and some of them don't even get a song. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say they made a rich enough world and interesting enough characters that I want to spend more time. Yeah, exactly. Um and it, it feels it feels a little uh disappointing when the movie doesn't flesh them out more than it could have, you know. Like if this would have been like half an hour longer, I think it honestly probably could have been perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. The music's great. Animation's great, uh, character writing's great, um, pacing's great. I don't know. It's it's a fun movie. I yeah, like it a lot. <laughs> very much. And the the music is like I said a bit ago. I think, uh, and Kento has, uh, I think probably genuinely some of my favorite music Lin Manuel Miranda has ever made. Even like Hamilton, <laughs> like stage work, yeah. movie work. I really like. Fair the music enough. Honestly, Kento. it's great stuff. Even though like. All, not all of the songs are f outstanding. Like yeah, the, definitely The three not. or four that are really good are, like, really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, no. Um, I mean, after that... Yeah, uh, late last night. <laughs> after that, late last night. Very late last night. Probably way too late last night. It was, like, night. two. Uh, we watched Rise of the Guardians for the first time since, like... Since it came out. Since 2012. We were, yeah, how old were we? We were, like, ten... I was, like, ten years old when this came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Um, weird movie. Weird, so weird. The cast, it's so man, weird. Very weird. It's not just bad. Weird. No, it's not even bad. It's. I think it's. A, I think it's a very three star movie. I don't think I could give it three and a half. Um, I really admire how visually kinetic it is yeah. and how imaginative the lore is for it. And I love the way Jack Frost moves, like how, just as an enemy. Yeah, exactly. Character. Um. 
I don't, I don't know. It's it's a fun enough movie. Yeah, no. I think it's honestly. I, I I say it's a little boring. Like it's, it's a little it's boring. Kinda boring. Um, but like it's so oddly atmospheric in right. a weird way. No, I don't. I don't like. No, I don't like it. Like it's like so I like weird. the movie, but it's I don't like weird the movie. fact that it has good atmosphere. <laughs> exactly. For some yeah. What? Uh, honestly, this would be a four, uh, uh, like an eight out of ten, if not for Hugh Jackman's uh, Easter Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> he's kind of the death of cinema until he's tiny. Until I he's like. Tiny. I like how he's tiny. That's nice. Why is Isla Fisher's <laughs> Tooth Fairy so? Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah no fun movie though very weird. Del Toro is a producer. Cannot cannot stress uh, the fact that I watched Rise of the Guardians and The Visit that close together. Two two of the weirdest movies I no, know. No no Ravi, your four <laughs> recents are even weirder than mine because at least I have The Visit twice. Yeah. Of course it was twice in a row like the same night which is weird. But you have The Visit, <laughs> The Ocean's Eleven with Frank Sinatra and Canto yeah. and Rise of the Guardians. <laughs> Yeah, weird, weird set of movies. Um, 2022 has been a fun year for me so far, though. Um, like I said, looking forward to a lot of movies. Um, I guess tell us what your most anticipated movie is. Uh, if you're on YouTube, you can comment below, or, or you could just tweet at us if you want to. Or you could just think it, and we'll know <laughs> in, your, in your heart what, <laughs> what you mean. Um, but yeah, uh... Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you guys in episode two of season four. Yeah, excited, excited. to kick off a new season. Yeah, season three was was really fun, <laughs> and we've been doing this for a long time now, actually. So yeah. it's it's going to be fun doing more movies. Absolutely. Um, catch you guys in the next one. Goodbye. <laughs>